welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast providing commentary on the latest in film, TV, games, and comics. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski. Happy New Year. Boy, I love that polka music. Are you done being sick now? Nah. I mean, I'm fine. Everybody's got it. Yeah, it won't go away. It's like it's like the uh, me. It's like that. What is that song? Did you have to let it linger? <laughs> Cranberries. Yeah, nice. I hate that song. By the way, I didn't bring it up. Mm, I know. Um, yeah. So I've watched a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah, me too. So how about that Star Wars? Did um, you see it? I did. You're I, not necessarily <laughs> a Star Wars fan either. I'm not necessarily a Star Wars fan. I found it very enjoyable to watch. Uh, visually, it was fantastic, beautiful. Uh, the the end planet with the, I guess, so was it like salt covered or something? The, yeah, with the red Where, soil the red underneath. Soil was very cool. Yeah. Um, my only criticism was is at times it seemed like the movie was going to end and then it just kept going. Right. Like I thought they were about they were like wrapping it up. Um, and I think you sort of said the same thing where you thought the major battle kind of at the end between, spoiler alert, Luke Skywalker. Well, let's, if you haven't seen the movie by now, yeah, you're give it up. Um, All between right. Luke Skywalker and Kylo Ren, you'd sort of said you thought it was going to stop before then. And that was how the next movie was right. going to open. Right. And then there was another part where... Uh, what was it? when when Ray and Kylo Ren are battling, and then everything goes awry? They could have ended it there too, right? So it seemed, I don't know. It seemed it a was little, long. It seemed a little long winded, right? Um, it was it was long for my bladder. I bet that was that was I I really like watching over two hour long movies. I think it's awesome when they do that because you get your bang for the buck. Absolutely, in these days, but. Whew, but when yeah, you got you have but to when train. But when you're going you to train a, for that, yeah. But you're going to a place where you're eating, right? I see. I wasn't eating. You got to train for that. That's why you yeah. get a normal diaper. liquid. Yeah, great. I mean, just like those idiots in Times Square for New Year's, right? They all wore diapers. Yeah. I mean, I just can't. if you want to settle, I in, may need to go to that route. So well, think about it. Like Avatar, what is it? Two, three, four, and five. They're all going to be three-hour movies, right? Right. I don't think I could. I can't do a three-hour movie. Not in the theaters. I need to be able to like I mean, have I, an intermission. I, I watched Blade Runner 2049. How was it? It's a massive movie. How it's long like was 245. it? 2.45. Yeah. Well, the first one's pretty long, too. Yeah. And I watched that, too. Yeah. Did it? I'm going to let you watch it. Okay. You tell me. But, I mean, like, did, did you feel like going back and watching the first one was helpful? The first one was fantastic. I know. So I watched the first one first, right, duh, and then I jumped right to the second one. But but if you only, say you hadn't seen the first one in years, and you only, and then you went and watched the second one, would it have made sense? Or would it have not made sense rea- if you had never not, seen not the first really, one? Not really, because first of all, like nobody would know who Deckard is. Right. Right, so you'd have no background really on what the heck he was doing. Right. Um, it's a great and then, movie. And then number two, you would have nothing to compare it to, meaning... He, the director, really worked on, uh, on capturing that vibe that they got—that cyberpunk vibe from the first movie. Yeah, and he did a really good job at that. So, you, you, you tell me, that's next week. Well, I will say I was. But you're gonna have to carve out three hours, Ace. 
I was slightly surprised that there wasn't some sort of Harrison Ford Easter egg in Star Wars. The, yeah, he didn't come back as a Force ghost or something. Yeah, I mean, everybody else did. Seems like everybody's got the Force now. So I got three gripes. I thought it was a pretty good film. I enjoyed it a lot. Okay, so but, in the grand scheme of things, people are now saying that you can't touch 4, 5, and 6. Those are like cinematic gold. They are on a standard that no one can have. Do you feel the same way? No. Okay. No. So as so, a, so as a very dedicated Star Wars fan, do you feel like this was a letdown to you? It was not a letdown to me. It was it was exciting. It was enjoyable. There was a lot of good stuff in it. A lot of great stuff in it. I thought that. It, and let's be serious. Go back and watch A New Hope sometime. I mean, they had no idea what they were doing. They were flip flopping all over the place in that movie. Well, interestingly, I read something that. They said that at least the first three movies, Lucas has, had already pretty much outlined the entire arc. Right. And in this one, they're writing per movie. Right. So whatever happened in this one, now J.J. Abrams has to write around it for the... F- okay, but to be on, uh, you know, let's think about the fact that a major character, actress, passed away. Right. They might have had this outlined yeah, where they needed to, to go. Yeah, it away anyway. Right. So they, that wasn't going to help. So, a couple things. Snoke. What a waste of a character. Do you think that that's that's it? I've tried. I've read every... I've watched every idiot on YouTube speculate on what's going on. And the problem I have is it's so clearly defined of what he looks like when he dies as opposed to what Luke was doing when he was was projecting himself, force projecting himself. It's clearly different, Okay. So either Snoke has such power that he can literally, like, I don't know, like, clone himself to be somewhere. Right. Or they just wasted the character. Because if you watch, he's cut in half. You can see the blade. um, Lightsaber. The lightsaber going through. You can see when Hux walks in later, he falls. Half of his body is, like, on the ground with his tongue hanging out. Right. There's no... There's no other option there. Do you think that? Unless he's, li- he... unless he's like a manifestation of the Empire. Right. And the force within it. There, there's got to be something you would think, right? Because he was such a big character in the or first. Or he comes back as a f- ghost. Right. Which is obviously like, going to happen. Which would be interesting to have like a force. Battle. A force projected Battle between ghost. force ghosts. Yes. It's gonna I mean, be, it's gonna be everyone battling, and then it's gonna be Ghost Yoda, sure. <laughs> Which was a highlight of the movie, by the way. Well, you pointed out that it was the original puppet. Yeah, it wasn't the CGI version, which, which was, was cool. Which was all right. Yeah, um, a lot of subtle throwbacks, which yeah. I thought was. Um, uh, if you if you've played, um, <laughs> which you never got to, if you played Battlefront Two. Yeah. There's a Luke Skywalker level in the campaign, story campaign. Mm-hmm. He finds a compass. That compass is in the movie. He really? picks up a compass in his, his room. Did you hear yeah. that they had to reshoot uh, the last scene? Uh, our, I, don't, I read something that, he, that Mark Hamill came out and said that, I guess, when they... Um, they had the script before the Force Awakens came out, 
and that I guess when Ray found him, there was supposed to be like floating boulders. Oh yeah, boulders, floating rocks, right? And, and which made no sense. Which made no he sense. Suppress the force. Yes. So they had to go back and reshoot that uh, just before it came out. So that was cool. Um, Captain Phasma, another wasted character. Okay, but like, let me ask you like, a question. Like as in Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Right. It, wasn't that the whole point? So you think it was actually an homage to, Boba to wasting Boba Fett? Yeah, I do. I really do. But you put in like Gwendolyn from Game of Thrones, right. who is a fantastic actress. Yeah, you could have stuck any schlub in there. Now, it didn't have to be anybody. Granted, she did survive the trash compactor... Okay. And she really? is in armor. Right. I mean, granted, she was part of an explosion. So you think she's coming back, too? That's... I gotta believe that that character survives. Right. That's the only... I mean, but then again, if she survived, then where the hell is Han Solo? I know he was thrown off and, right. like, dropped into an explosion, right. but if she survives, clearly he's he somewhere. Yeah. He's floating around somewhere. Right. Speaking of floating around, did you like the Mary Poppins moment? No. Or was that not... No. Kind of threw people in the audience too when I was watching it. Uh, I, I <laughs> mean, like what the hell? Well, I mean, it was it was Princess Leia manifesting the Force. Sure, but it was just kind of weird. <laughs> it was cool, weird. Yeah, just kind of floating around with her hand in the air. It was sort of like uh, uh, Yondu in Guardians oh, of the Galaxy right. Two. I'm Mary but Poppins. See, that y'all. was funny. I know this right? was this was just weird. And then and then of course she has the force but that somehow when she comes back inside she's in a coma for days. Right. And when she sees Luke, she doesn't realize there's something going on. You yeah, she I mean? has no idea that it's, that he's not really there. Right? Cuz I didn't get any impression that she was on to the trick because the dice I know. But also, how the hell did he manifest himself to give a physical object to someone? But the dice disappear. Oh, I guess I missed so that. So what does that there mean? There was so much stuff going on. That whole that battle scene at the end was badass. Yeah. I mean, that really was was cool to watch. Just really awesome. But, I mean, then you watch, and it's like, what, 15 people left on the Millennium Falcon? Yeah, and that's the it. entire rebellion. And yet, somehow, they're supposed to wrap this up in one more episode. It's so my your, th- your theory, I think, is good. Which, so that, what's your theory? So that Leia's funeral is the beginning of the next movie, and that Leia, um, the all the outer rim rebellion folks come to the funeral, and that sets the tone for some sort of battle. Something happens. There's one character that I found no point in. Yeah. Benicio Del Toro's character. Yeah. I understand. That whole waste. That whole arc of needing to go to this casino planet. Oh, I completely agree. Was that was just a waste unnecessary. of time. They, yeah. they looked for something to put John Boyega in. Yeah. With a character that then all of a sudden they have a rom- uh, like a romance lo- going love interest. Yeah. Which is odd since you would think. Naturally, I thought he was attracted to Ray. Well, I thought it was mutual, right? So yeah. because then they sort of show her attracted to Poe. No, the but they show her, like they show him, and he's consoling her, and the look yeah. on her face is sort of like, oh, I just, I it, it, yeah, I know. How the hell are they going to wrap this up in two and a half hours? I don't know. 
three hours. Was it going to be like Lando Calrissian comes in and he's like, hey, Finn, I'm your dad. And like, here we go. Like, let's blow some stuff up. I don't know. It's but we'll got, find out. It's we'll, got to start off as a funeral. We'll see the Han Solo movie in May. Yeah. So we'll see how that works. It's getting bad press and it hasn't even got a trailer they're yet. Bad. They're doing reshoots again. Yeah. Apparently the lead guy. Not so good. Not so good. I told him to go with the Han Solo dude. The the guy who looks exactly like Han Solo and sounds like him, by the way. That would have been. And he, I, he has acting chops because he was in a movie with Harrison Ford. But I will say this. I think for you as a Star Wars fan, I would feel I would I would be calmed by the fact that Ron Howard doesn't really make bad movies. No. That's right. So he's reshooting this because he clearly sees problems. Right. And I think he's gonna continue to do it until it's until right. Until they let him right. And and I think if that means this movie's gonna slip, then it's gonna slip. Right. And I think it probably sounded like the story wasn't very good. If he's having to do reshoots. Right. But he did everything he could. Yeah. We'll know that. So, so that's good. So wait. So we got the Finn part. I wouldn't touch on that. Phasma we got, and we got Snoke. And so and, were, and Benicio Del Toro. And Benicio Del Toro. And didn't necessarily like to see Luke die. I was not happy with that. But that's okay. I don't know what to do. I would have preferred it if he like slumped over, like exhausted from it, and didn't disappear. Right. right. Because the the last movie could be whoever gets to him first. That's that's true, right? And how awesome would that have been? Yeah. But now he. So the question is, has is he dead or has he elevated himself to a new plane? Well, he's a force ghost. We know that. But but like, did he die? I don't know. Or don't like, know. or did or did like you know like did his consciousness, did he become so so one with the force, that now. He can just appear wherever, right? Like he's he's like Doctor Who. He can right. just poof poof. Here I am. I'm here now. Yeah, I don't know. So mm-hmm. that'll be great. That would be awesome. And then there's talk of an Obi Wan movie with um, mm. who was that? Who did, was in it? Ian mm. uh, McGregor. Yeah. So he seems to be on board. That would be pretty he's looking cool. For, too. He's looking for that Disney money. He's looking for the Disney money. Yes. Yeah. Of course. I mean, the thing that sort of. Fox is looking for the Disney money. Well, the thing that I think is a bummer for these guys. Hugh Jackman's looking for the money again. You think he's going to come back? If there's an Avengers X-Men crossover, I think he'll be there. <sighs> At some level. We have, yeah. So. I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent. Yeah. But I know that while we were out, there was this sort of ties to the next Star Wars being helmed by J.J. Abrams. Right. Apparently, Quentin Tarantino brought an amazing R-rated Star Trek script to Abrams, and they've greenlit it, and they're fast-tracking it. And what has me somewhat excited, and I hope they might do it, is Patrick Stewart really wants to be in it. And I'm thinking, if there's a way to put Picard in an R-rated Tarantino Star Wars mo- or Star Trek movie... Well, look, they brought back... They brought back Kirk... And they killed him. Out of the most ridiculous position. The only good movie, the only good part of that movie was crash landing the Enterprise. Yeah. That was badass. Yeah. That was amazing. But So they can do it. I mean, he's not getting any younger, and he was great in Logan, and I got to feel like, man, if they could, if if that, if there's a way to put Jean-Luc Picard back on, J.J. Abrams is going to do it, because he has figured out that key to bringing back the sentimental favorites. I mean, just look at what he's done. Sure. So speaking of old pop culture favorites, so are you watching the X-Files? I am. 
and anything off the beginning here on how uh, you feel about it? Okay, so I now, read a bunch of reviews ahead of time, yeah. and I have to agree with them. The first episode was a little flat, okay, but it really, for me, in the second episode is... Man, it it hits back to like season three or season four. Okay, they've really hit it. Okay, good. And see, compared to season ten, season eleven is like already better, like light years ahead. The only thing I don't really understand is that at the end of season ten, Scully is on a bridge trying to get out of DC. Mulder is dying in the back. She sees a bright light from up above, right, and cut the black. Season 11 opens up. She's in the hospital and he's fine. And now she's having visions. And this is, she's now stating this is what's going to happen. Uh, this is how the extermination of the human race is going to happen. Okay. Um, so it's a little bit of an alternate universe. I guess I don't, need, I don't have any need to watch episode one then. No, no, no. You do because okay. there's, there's a lot that goes on. I need to watch season 10. I need to start there first. It's, I, you don't. I don't. I wouldn't miss a thing if I ignored it, which is okay with me. It's all over the place. Okay. I wanted to like it. It's not my favorite. Okay. Fair it's enough. a lot like eight or nine. This just wasn't there, but they did, they did some good stuff. It's kind of like the new Ghostbusters. Which isn't there. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. That's, so a good, much, that's a good segment. There's so much more to talk about. We'll get into... What do you want to do next? Want to I want to talk about Christopher Nolan collection, which will segue right into Dunkirk. Okay. So All that's right. a good one right there. Sounds good. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. Idea then. I know. I have no idea. Ever. I'm done. No? Okay. So, um, I got a chance to look now because I'm a big Batman fan. Uh huh. Christopher Nolan collection was released on 4K UHD, and Mr. Nolan supposedly supervised most of the 4K transfers. Now, this guy loves film. So, what he does. Is uh, he mixes IMAX and, and like and traditional thirty five, so you got that sixty five millimeter IMAX. Oh yeah. And it, from what I read, it it's more like a six K, yes. that he had actually downgrade to a four K. Yep. Um, but he did supervise the um, Dark Knight trilogy for sure, and I don't have to get you started on that because that's like three of your favorite films, L- listen, right? Listen, Batman Begins. Is a solid, solid movie. It's yeah, but it the, is. But the Dark Knight, that's I, I don't even know what to say about that movie. That's like Goodfellas. That's like The Godfather. I mean, that is a gangster movie. It is the best superhero fueled crime drama I have ever seen. But it, but take the superhero out of it, right? Oh, As, I agree. Assume that it was just. Not in Batman's yep. costume. Yep, yep. And you had a deranged guy who yeah. dressed up like the Joker and ran around. Yep. That is an amazing film. Like, the performances in that are phenomenal. Everyone in it. The only the only thing that ruins that movie is the fact that, um, what's her name? The, the girl who played uh, his best friend slash love interest and the first one who was Tom Cruise's ex-wife. Yeah. 
she bailed out, and it's Maggie Gyllenhaal right. for the next two. Which is weird. That is the only thing that right. ruins it. The continuity. But, I mean, even... I know people are mixed on the third one. That third one is a great movie. The te- I liked the it. The tension, the fact that at any moment they think that they're all going to be blown to smithereens. I mean, it's great. It's great. Uh, my only rub with the third movie when I first saw it was I couldn't understand what the hell Bane was saying. And you said I this. said this, the sound mix helps tremendously in this. Well, so you then. can now hear what he's saying. Um, suffice to report, this is a seven-film collection. This guy really loves the the craftsmanship and work of, of making a film. So what you get is some gorgeous stuff. You get Interstellar. You also get Inception, and you get kind of an odd one, The Prestige, um, but very good. It's Hugh Jackman and right. Kristen Bale as two magicians right. in Victorian and London. That's such a good movie. And, of course, Dunkirk. But um, the interesting thing about the set is you get the seven 4K discs, and then you get the Blu-ray movies, which are not really remastered, and then you get the um, special features, most of them, for the movies. So that's 21 discs total. But they didn't put in Memento. They didn't put in Memento or Insomnia. Which were both highly rated movies. Sure. Which is, sort which is of, interesting. Sort of strange. My guess had been there was a studio problem because these films in the set are from um, Walt Disney Studios, Paramount, and Warner Brothers. But Yeah, who did who did Dunkirk? Was that? I think no, that's, that's Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. So Which one did he do that wasn't? I thought that they've all been Warner Brothers. Prestige was Walt Disney Studios. It okay. Was, and, but and then All the Dark Knight was Warner Brothers. And Interstellar obviously. was Paramount. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I won't keep gushing about it, but the 4K transfers are just gorgeous. Okay. And I want to talk about Dunkirk for a second when you're talking about the visuals of it. Yeah. The Blu-ray looked like it, it was pre-processed with HDR. Really? Watching it on good? my older L- or LCD TV, or not LCD, but, you know, LED. Yeah. It looked beautiful. Amazing. looked beautiful. You see it in 4K. I mean, like, vibrant colors. I mean, did they do something special with the Blu-ray? Well, maybe he mastered it also. I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, the, the, the color was just... It says Ultra HD Blu-ray... But not, oh, yeah, I guess maybe it's a different version of Blu-ray. No. I don't think so. I don't know. I, I've never seen the Blu-ray look that good on it. Um, obviously, I don't know if you paid attention, but I could definitely see when they were switching to the IMAX sequences because you'd get oh, the black uh, bars. Of course. I love the way he does. I know. People really don't. Some some audiences don't like the way that happens for home entertainment. I think it's spectacular. Think, let's go back happens. to the Dark Knight for a second and oh, that opening scene yeah. where they're coming in off the zip With line. the Joker and his stuff. Oh. Come on. When I, I saw that in IMAX theater and I almost vomited because it was so crazy. And Nolan loves practical effects. So he yeah. goes out of his way to do this stuff real. So in Dunkirk, did you watch the... There was like... Um, one of the things that I, I watched, which was the, um, it was like a little featurette with the f- with four of the young guys, the the, the four main guys, and yeah. they the the guy who is the fighter pilot who ditches in the water, okay, um, he talked about how when he was up 
flying around that Nolan had strapped an IMAX camera yes. to the wing of yes. his fi- fighter. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, that's also got to be a real it's bear a really to fly. really heavy, heavy camera. Well, yeah, because you've got like a lot of weight yeah. on one side. So how do you compensate for that? But those... There's I a mean, featurette on that yes, in there, right? Yes. Where they just talk about how they took IMAX and kind of... <sighs> redevelop the camera system he is in love to fit he is in love with imax and i appreciate that i wish more films would shoot i wish in some ways he would shoot natively in imax just shoot the whole thing in imax right and you know but then again he loses that that um 35 millimeter quality well also in theaters not every theater is equipped to handle imax no but no theaters are but they just black bar it right yeah but what happens to his vision if you're black barring his IMAX effort? Changes it, right? Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Because now you're not the 178, you're the 239. All right. Well, let's, let's get into this. Let's get into Dunkirk. First Go of ahead. all, you talk. What'd you think about it? Um, it's, it's a, my big comment on the movie, I love the movie a lot, but it was, it had so it was subdued emotionally. Yes. So when I think about it, I'm like, okay, well, why was that? And the reason it was is because British people are not so emotional. Mm-hmm. They, it's the stick, it's the stiff upper lip experience. You know what I mean? They got through World World War Two and they survived all this stuff. They were focused and not emotional. And it's the same thing with, you know, there's a lot of focus on this one uh, private boat that's, oh, going, yeah. that's going to Dunkirk and right. something happens to one of the characters, the, the young boy. Well, there's a guy they pick up, yes. Cillian Murphy, the scarecrow, yes, who's uh, great in, so, in the movie. So, so there were three Dark Knight references. Name them. Who are, who are the actors, three actors who were in the Dark Knight? In Dunkirk? And that were in Dunkirk. So I got Cillian right. You got Cillian. What else? Tom Hardy. Oh, of course. Tom Hardy's the pilot. And, and Mike O'Kane. He's talking to Tom Hardy. Are you kidding he's me? He's the commander. Yeah. You I never didn't hear know him. That. You never see him, but you hear him. And he's the voice. He's like the squad squad commander. Got it. How about the dog fights? I thought awesome. that was the best I, I mean, think I might have ever it's not seen. Like, it's not like Top Gun or anything. No, but, no. But I mean, they actually took these planes there and flew them yeah, around yeah. under the actors and yeah. dropped stuff from them. Right. How crazy is I, that? I thought they were so well shot. It was gorgeous. It was shot at Dunkirk Beach. Yeah. It was shot on location. Unbelievable. They rebuilt that entire barrier yes. to look like yes. it did nineteen forty whatever. Yep. And and there was a comment about how he wanted young actors people in their early like late teens early 20s who were actually fighting this war which is why everyone is so young right and they're you know it's there's 400,000 people on the beach they said they had something like 13,000 extras which Mm -hmm. obviously they did had to use some cgi to manipulate you know and add more to them right that's a lot of extras and they're all dressed right that's thirteen. And there's a featurette on the costuming, which oh, is incredible. I mean, the 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 best part is the lack of dialogue, where you just you just sit there and you're just kind of taking it all in, right? And 
The best part is it's real. Yes. It's history. And it's pretty damn accurate from all accounts. Now, the characters are yeah, yeah, yeah. reimagined. Well, of but course. What happened I mean, was not. No, I mean, and, and I. And that the Germans were stupid enough to actually let them get away. Well, the Germans didn't think that there was anything going on at Dunkirk to really send their full might to it. If they had, then that would have been the end yeah, of the war. Yeah, but they stopped their tanks outside of right. Dunkirk waiting for their soldiers to catch up. If they had simply blown into Dunkirk, it would have been, been over. That. Yep. It's a great yeah, movie. I mean, it's, it's beautifully shot. It's not... I mean, the only actor outside of, um, of Tom Hardy and Kenneth uh, Branagh and Cillian Murphy is um, Harry Styles from One Direction. Right. He's the only one. I mean, the rest of them are kind of... Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. I mean, I knew who he was. I didn't think he ruined anything. No. I think it, what was worse was Ed Sheeran in Game of Thrones. That was stupid. He at least <laughs> he at least fit into it. Right. He looked, And frankly, I don't know enough about that, that new hip music, so I didn't even know it was him. I, I just thought it was I, great. I mean, it was fine. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care at all. I, I didn't have a problem with it. Branna is amazing in it. I thought the scene where they're stuck at the bottom of that boat and there's gunfire oh, yeah. coming through That's the boat. That's intense. That was really amazing. And then the only thing that was, was I, I'm still trying to, to wrap my head around it, was uh, Hardy lands on the beach. And he surrenders. He he burns his plane, and then he's captured. And you never know what happens to him. Right. Which right. is which is so, so typical Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I really liked the movie a lot. I think it's... Um, and it's PG-13. Yeah. So he's going to allow younger people oh, to yeah. see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, my kid's really into World that War II. That could have easily been an R-rated movie. It would have taken just a couple of blown-off heads or anything like that when they're getting strafed to change it. But I don't think it could have because the thing is, is like there wasn't really a big beach battle. You know what I mean? I mean, they were constantly dropping bombs on Yeah. Well, on I'm talking boats. about the fighter pilots going down. I'm talking about the guys in the water burning alive. Yeah. That could have been more grotesque. Yeah. They could have easily pulled an R on this if they wanted to. It is it is a pretty incredible story. It is. And they just, it was shot so well. I mean, just colorful when, you know, like in that very first scene where they're kind of walking through the the outskirts of the city and oh, all the there, buildings. Where there's like a group of soldiers and they eventually pick off all the soldiers and yes. there's only one left. And it's just him. Yeah. And then as he's, as he's, as, after he gets into the French barricades and then he's walking through the city and he starts running, you have these, these like, these houses that are, that are yellow and red, very bright. And then he walks out of the beach. Yeah. And then it's just, yep, solid. One, like one gray color. Even the um, foam on the beach. Oh, yeah. Was really... Well done. Just so cool. Best foam in the business. Yeah. That guy wins foam... Foam, foam of the year foam award. Foam of the year award. <laughs> yep. Okay. A plus? Uh, a? Uh, yeah. I, guess, yeah. I mean, it's not Dark Knight. No. I'll give it an A. I'll Dark, give it a, Dark Knight's an A, a plus. plus. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, come on. I mean, it's, it's good work. Um, okay. Uh, we got one more thing to do after we come do back. Do we? Right? Yeah, I think we do. Okay, that's fine. Thanks. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news.
I watched American Made, Tom Cruise's movie. So I did two over the holidays. And My you know, first thing I want to say about that is that actor, um, the actual character itself, how lucky oh my could you get Tom Cruise to play him? Because he was no looker. Well, I mean. He's dead, yeah. but he's no he was no looker. I'm trying to think. How many movies has Tom Cruise died in? Very few. Very few. Very few. Very few. I so few that I didn't expect it to happen in this one. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a success story and the guy was going to end up How messed how crazy of a story is that though? How crazy is that? The fact that it's true at all makes oh. me very nervous about lots of different things in in the <laughs> in geopolitical our, sphere. In our government. <laughs> Yeah. Um I really liked this movie a lot. It was a little long, but I liked it. I liked everything about it. It yeah. was fun. It was a lot of fun. He was great at it. And he's kind of a bad guy in this movie. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um But he dug he digs his own hole. I really wish he would do the Les Grossman movie. I, I don't even know what that is. Tropic Thunder. Oh, <laughs> I mean, he created that character. Right. So put a movie out, man. I'd yeah. watch that in a second. He wants to repair his image because I'm kind of growing old of the Mission Impossible franchise. Well, that'll be one more, right? That's They're shooting it now. They're shooting it now. Um, the other thing about Tom Cruise, the guy never ages unless he wants to. So Jack Reacher, I thought when I saw it, I went, oh, this guy's done. He's old. He's got old. And then I see him in this movie. He looks And young. it's the same 30-year-old guy. You know what I watched? Um, after I watched that, I watched, um, they call it Live, Die, and Repeat. Yes. But that's not really the name of it. Great movie. And When's that sequel coming out? Soon, right? No, because I think she's finishing Mary Poppins. Oh, So they got to wait for her? I, I, I guess, yeah. Okay. How the hell can they do a sequel to that movie? But apparently, they like Cruz went on record as saying the script is better than the first one. No. I'm like, what, is there going to be an even bigger thing? And because the... The thing I remember about that movie, American Made, was the extras. And I don't know if you watched any of the yep. extras. Yep. But the um, the director and Tom interview one another. And these guys are having, like, frat party fun, just talking to each other about the movie and ribbing each other. I found that to be the coolest thing. I think if he has a mutual respect for you, I think... Best you, buddies. You can have a good time with him. Yeah. I think if you don't get him, right, you probably not so much, right. Um, that was great, and he's worked with this director before on something. I don't know what well, it was. Well, and if you'll notice, I mean, look at the last few Mission Impossible's, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, Ving Rhames is gone for a while, but he's kept he's back, and Renner keeps coming back. He likes working with these people. Yeah. He has a genuine rapport with them. Simon Pegg. Um, oh wait. Is, I'm, I'm starting to remember this movie, and I'm sitting here. Isn't there a really cool scene in like an airplane? I mean, most of it's in it. No, airplane. no, 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 no. There, there is there like a G, or is this a different movie? What do you mean, like a like a like the the plane loses altitude or something? No, he's flying. He's the commercial pilot, and everybody's asleep on the plane. And he takes it out of autopilot, and he shakes everybody That's awake right. and, okay. and drops That's the oxygen right. mask. Which is awesome. Which yeah. is hilarious. Because you know how many pilots have probably wanted to do that. Yep. Um, I thought it was a really good movie. I really did. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was um, 
it was more than I expected it was going to be. Agreed. Um, and then apparently we're going to have to try to get a hold of Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, since it's now... Best movie ever. Not ever. I right. mean, it's, and not, it's not terrible. It's like number one four weeks in a row. And The Rock, right? I mean, that dude can He's do almost rock. all gold, right? Well, Except for Baywatch. Kevin Hart and The Rock together. Yeah. Gold. Jack Black. Did you see the movie? No. Hit really? Him. No. Your kids didn't drag you to that movie? Nope. Could care less? Mm, no. Okay. But Star Wars was more important. Or, got it. Okay. I mean, yeah. They got to pick one. If they're going to watch a movie in the theater on yeah. a big screen with a bag of popcorn, right. it's going to be Gotta Star be Wars. Bigger. And they're already bigger, bigger. But they're already salivating over uh, Jurassic World, uh, The Fallen Kingdom. Okay. What about Black Panther? Could care less? No, nah, really they're not really into Marvel that much. They like right. Guardians. Right. But I, I don't think, I think if I let them watch The Avengers, it would be too much going on. Okay. And I think that they would just get confused or overstimulated. Right. Um, I, on the other hand, am ready for the Avengers. But now they're saying they may push it back. And wait, wait, wait. It's coming out this year, isn't they're it? They're saying the Black Widow movie might come out before it does. What are you talking about? Isn't there an Avengers movie coming out this year? Infinity Wars is in 2019. There's no Avengers movie this year? No, I think it's next year. <laughs> 2019. Really? They're, they're shooting Black Widow movie right okay. now, and they're saying it might come out before Avengers. In Deadpool 2. Is this year, and it got moved up to like June 1st. Okay. Two, so the two next weeks. superhero film is Black Panther. Right. And they moved Deadpool up because they didn't want to go against Han Solo. Okay. Because now it's Disney versus Disney. That's right. Which is weird. I don't under Disney will own it all. I don't understand how Disney was able to buy 20th Century Fox. I don't either. That's that a monopoly. No sense. It's a monopoly. It is a monopoly. How did no one step in and say, no, you can't do that? They own all the good superhero films now. <laughs> what do they do when they go buy Warner Brothers and eventually they have everything? Then we'll see some great DC Comics movies. <laughs> That'll you're, be the no, first thing you're that'll gonna happen. You're going to see DC merge with Marvel in a way you've never imagined. So, this is old news, but my kids saw Justice League and couldn't have been more disappointed. I don't even know if we talked about this. I didn't even waste my time. Mm -mm. I'll watch it when I get the disc or the code or whatever I get, but I'm not going to... I can't believe it. It's so weird because... Wonder Woman is an amazing movie. Right. And it's like you've got a character. You've is got... it just Zack Snyder can't write a movie anymore? I, or it... I feel like his only movie that I felt was genre-defying was 300. 300. Fantastic movie. Um, unbelievable. Yep. And ever since then, I'm not really terribly impressed. Because, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know who's directing Batman... I'm also, again, it's like getting back to the Christopher Nolan thing. It's hard for me to watch a Batman movie that he's not helping. Oh, yeah. Because they just suck in comparison. They, this guy hit the, the benchmark, period. He's I mean, the gold standard. He was involved in like the design of the Batmobile and all that stuff. He designed these yeah, things. He yeah. designed the, the spacecraft for Interstellar. Yep. And it's like, then you got Ben Affleck, who doesn't really care what he's doing. He's Right. I don't know what his deal is, but... I think anybody would, you know, die to, to, to be, be a Batman. Batman. Right. They should have just put Joseph Gordon-Levitt in and kept it going. He was great in that movie, man. Okay. 
enough. There's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of frustration with DC these days. So I don't know. Watching any good TV? Shameless. Have you ever watched Shameless? No, but it's. I don't it's know why. William H Macy. Right? Here's here's the thing about Shameless. I'm from Chicago, and this show is based in the South Side of Chicago. I'm a North Sider. But the thing about Chicago is there's this beer called Old Style, and this beer is all over this show. So every time I see it, I start getting laughing. But this show is amazing. I can't believe how great this Macy dude is. I know he's a great actor, but wow. Have you watched Black Mirror at all? No. My son, like, lives for it. It's... I, I don't know anything about it. I haven't watched it yet. It's, it's British sci-fi. Okay. So and, and who are you picking for the Super Bowl? Who's going to show up in the Super Bowl? Well, I think it's going to be the Vikings and the Patriots. I think the Patriots are going to beat Jacksonville after the fact they beat the Steelers? Well, they're going up to Foxborough, right? Yep. And I think they can do it. And That's really, Jacksonville just Barely yeah. beat the Steelers. I mean, who wins the Super Bowl? New England? I think it could be New England again. <laughs> the Vikings are pretty good. They are, They but they almost lost. The, they almost blew a 17-point lead. So New England, on the other hand. Boy, I felt bad for Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> it was ugly. Squashed. Okay. okay. Well, you got your little sports fix. You, you, you got, got a TV. sports fix in this. That was bonus TV. content. Yep. Hey, man. You may... We may even do this two weeks in a row. We might, uh, you know, might be Emmy Award winning. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Enjoy the polka music. Yes. And stay warm out there. Stay warm, man. (laughs) 